All right, everybody. What is up? It is Tasha and Natasha. Hi, guys. And I'm Joe, and welcome back to another episode of Clickbait. All right, mm-hmm. listen up. Today we have on Anissa. She is an OG reality star from the challenge, still going strong. And we are going to find out what she's got going on in her world. I cannot wait to talk to her. She is so dope. But look, I just want to say a little something. I know this past week has been a little crazy, for lack of better words. I just want to say we are here to spread some love because baby that's all we could we could do we can only spread some love so we we're gonna do. that's mm-hmm. right so we're gonna start your thursday off right with some little love light some clickbait um yeah so let's get into it shall we let's do yes, it. yes let's do it all right guys we have some bachelor nation breakdown because as we all know we always have a lot going on. We're always doing something. We're up to no good but, and a lot of good at the same time. <laughs> but with that being said, Mike Johnson addressed not becoming the first Black Bachelor um, on the podcast, his podcast, Talking It Out. And to be honest with you, I am so proud of Mike. I know that so many people, you know, always have like their opinions and they shove it down our throats. Like, why aren't you this and that and this and that? And I think that Mike addressed it so beautifully by saying, you know, everything's out of his control and he's just controlling what he can. So. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Like, you know, I, I think it, it's probably very exciting when you're going through the process and then when you get done and you don't find love, but you know, you are a candidate to be the next bachelor and especially, you know, to be the first black bachelor would be such a big thing in bachelor history. Yeah. Um, long overdue. And I think Mike would have been great for it, but Everything happens for a reason and he's Absolutely. crushing it right now. So, yeah, right? I'm really uh, it was it was really good to hear his point of view. And I know it's been like like he said, they've been beating it like a dead horse, but he has so much to look forward to. And I think he's in the right mindset to continue to focus on his future, regardless of, you know, being the bachelor or not. So big Absolutely. ups to Mike. Very we- happy for him. We all have so much to look forward to. And I think the perspective of we're just going to take what we got and, you know, run just with it. it just, exactly. Just because it's not happening now doesn't mean it's not going to happen later. So um, the next thing that we have is Matt James actually revealed the reason why he joined the Bachelor franchise in the first place, which I think is so. It's just super sweet. It's basically a homage to Tyler Cameron's mom that did nominate him way back when. So when Tyler was on Hannah's season, um, his mom saw how amazing it was for her son. And she thought that Matt would be an amazing bachelor. And look where we are now. He is the bachelor and he's basically paying homage to her. So I thought that was so sweet. And you know, Matt really, when I watch him, like he really fits that role. Like he's doing mm-hmm. a great job and he's very genuine. And I'm not like a real spiritual person, but I just said it like probably 30 seconds ago that, you know, <laughs> everything happens for a reason. And it's it's true. I mean, you look at like Matt James looks great as The Bachelor. And I'm very entertained. <laughs> right? Is it the six I mean, pack or the eight pack? Is that what it is? <laughs> well, that's I, what it is for me. <laughs> yeah, but, but he comes off like you could tell. Like I could tell when I watch Matt, right? I could tell this is, I mean, he's a good looking dude. He's probably mm-hmm. done pretty well, but mm-hmm. you can tell like he's never really been in, in like love. I mean, at least that's how it comes off to me. And it's, it's, you know, I mean, I'm a bachelor fan now. I watch the show every week. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I think, I think he is going to fall in love and I'm, I'm into it. I cannot wait for this season. Ah. It's it's so different being a person on the show and then being a person watching it. It's like mm-hmm. so fun to see these girls like go on the dates and like I know like the behind the scenes of like how giddy I was feeling when like hosting a date. So I'm I'm stoked for Matt. I can't wait to see how this goes down. But yeah. He, I think it's great that he also said that, you know, he has so much other stuff going on. And the reason, the whole reason why was to pay this homage to Tyler's mom. It wasn't like he was trying to come for the clout, basically, which is, right. it's just, it's really sweet. And then you get to, you know, you find Bay in the, in the moment. So happy for it. I'm ready for it. You know, actually playing off the fact that you, um, Joe, you are now yes. watching The yeah. Bachelor Weekly, which before, I mean, because correct of me if I'm wrong. Because of you, yeah. because of you Bef- Tasha. <laughs> before my season, <laughs> you weren't watching it weekly. So with that said, I am sure as being like a now 
um, seasoned watcher, you've been seeing the drinking games that are going around. Yes, and I'm kind of jealous that I'm not part of them. Because <laughs> I well, like drinking and I like games. And I I watch The Bachelor. So I too am watching it. Should we do like a virtual drinking game between like a, a clickbait version? Should we should we do that like next week? Absolutely. <laughs> Wait, we that would be so good. Drink? Wait, let's watch and ha- play a virtual drinking game like during the next episode. Yes. Yeah. Right, really I love that. that. Wait, this is going to be so good. Okay. I'm so excited now. Okay. Um... But with that said, I thought it'd be super fun to play a game of our own. Basically, there are games out there that you take a sip if someone says, like, I'm here for the right reasons or my wife could be in this room. and It's super fun. But I thought we would just do our own little twist um, of a little game between us because I want to get to know you guys a little bit more. And also, it's, we're going to play a game of this or that, Bachelor Edition. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want to play a game? And then I guess... Because you threw this at me and I wasn't prepared, I don't have alcohol, but next time we're drinking. All right? Yeah. I mean, honestly, right. I love catching you off guard. Okay, we're going to get into this or that Bachelor edition. So, first question is, would you rather get sent home night one or get sent home on a two-in-one date? Hmm. Natasha, I'll let you go first. I would say two-on-one yeah. uh, for sure. Yeah, I would rather get sent on one two on one because that way I feel like I would have gotten to know the person long enough to if they were to send me home then. Whereas on night one, it'd be like, but we could have had beautiful babies and you just (laughs) didn't even know it. So I would have more clarity of like, okay, this really isn't going to work out because clearly he hates me. I'm into it with this other girl and, you know, like it's not going to work. That's so funny. (laughs) Uh, I hate competitions what about you Joe choosing another person so I don't know Joe Um, okay well I'm not going to bore our listeners with the same thing because everybody knows I went home night one and I wouldn't wish that upon anyone so (laughs) I would take the two on one date as well going home night one is just it's because the setup and because it you know you're going through the process for so long it just it's a big letdown so all right. But, two on but one. you were you were and I will say it again and I said it before you were the night one success story. So Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I in my situation, I take night one, but <laughs> I don't, you know. I would say from now on, if I ever go back on the show, Oh I, my god, I, this guy. I hope, now well, he's just going saying, back on. Okay. <laughs> if I ever contested again, <laughs> kick me off two on one date. All right. <laughs> okay. Now, would you rather find love in paradise or bachelor slash bachelorette? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a question. Okay. Are you the lead or are you a contestant? Because that, that's going to oh, make a difference. Um, yeah. On bachelor or bachelorette? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'd be contestant. Contestant? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Oof. I think I would rather find love in paradise. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I, go ahead. I guess most comparable would be like being the lead because, like, you, in, I guess in paradise, you do have like, you have like a lot of people to choose from. Yeah. That's a very mm. good point, Joe. Yeah. Okay. So I, 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 I'll take the options. So I, I do paradise. Okay. I definitely think maybe because I haven't been on paradise, I would mm-hmm. say The Bachelor because. That just seems like such a beautiful love story. And I look at like Tasha and Zach and like all the other people who are in the franchise who are together. It's just like you don't got to deal with none of that. Oh, I liked him first girl on Paradise stuff, <laughs> like all that mess. Like, nah, like this guy was here for me. He loves me and we're together. And like I, I personally would have preferred The Bachelor. Yeah. Yeah. But Paradise is also fun because it's almost like it, you're you're back on like spring break again yeah and you know you know your spring break mexico and i wish i would have found love when i was 18 in spring break so now i get a chance (laughs) on tv so wait i'm gonna weigh in on this for a little bit because i've done both all three all three oh oh shit i've done all three (laughs) you have yeah okay so i will say on paradise if you do find your person early on like it can be just you two but I will mm. say most like the exciting things really happen for like the like finding your person. I feel like mm-hmm. going on dates and like doing like, you know what I mean? Like, you'd be stuck like sitting in a hut, like just chilling. Don't you remember that, mm-hmm. 
yeah. in paradise. You could just hang out. Yeah, that's but what on, I liked. On Bachelorette, no. I liked it because like you get challenged to like really like see if you like a like like this person in different situations. Mm. I don't know. I feel like your connection comes out a lot stronger in Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but oh really? So you're yeah. saying being at a contestant or being the lead? Being well, being, being a, a lead, being a lead. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because being I th- being the lead, I think, is the way to go. I think but, your odds of finding someone are the best yeah. being the lead, for yeah. sure. Yeah, because you have all these people vying for you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Next, would you rather be sent home after hometowns or after fantasy suites? Ooh, hometowns Ooh. for sure. Yeah, it's to. tough, but hometowns for sure. It's like you meet the fam and it's not vibing, send me home. If you meet the fam and you get the goodies and you send me home, you going to have to watch out because I, I might be coming for you. <laughs> Tasha, what about yeah. you? Uh, hometowns, because honestly, I actually did go home after Fantasy Suites. Ooh. Oh wow! <laughs> See, I wouldn't want to get. I wouldn't want to get sent home after fantasy suites because you're going back out in the world and you're single. And then there are people that are going to be like, "Well, how was the performance?" Oh, and if you put out a weak performance, oh no, that's and not good on your rap sheet. Just saying. Just to clear the record, I did not do a performance. <laughs> okay, there was none of that going on. So I guess it kind of hurt that. Um, you know, Wait, I, got, what? I I introduced him to my family. Oh yeah, who Colton, right? Yeah, Colton. Okay, all right. Nice. Means, anyway. Well, it's I think it's funny that Joe brings up performance because it's like it's something that I think I don't know I never even thought about that, but like I think that's a thing that guys think about, right? Really? Like, yeah, well, guy, I don't, yeah. I, I think guys really they really want to perform. Well, I, I guess think that's true. I mean, yeah, I think everybody wants to perform well i don't think the girls <laughs> think that on bachelor and definitely the guys think that on bachelorette i think mm. yeah well that's mm-hmm. the that, yeah because you're like you're really trying to sh- show her all of you you'd rather go home after fantasy suites no i wouldn't want to go home after fantasy uh, suites okay. because uh-huh. i want after fantasy suites yeah i want you to be like God damn, I can't. Yeah, that is, that is, I can't go anywhere else. (laughs) So is it, so is it implied that if you go home after fantasy suites and you did the deed that the, the deed was not done great? Is that what you're trying to say? Well, I'm saying, what if if it's rave reviews? It it might be. I'm not saying it. I'm all I'm saying is to the public, right? Mm. To the public, they're like, hmm. Like, I see. uh, Now I get it. You know, I think I'm thinking like here um, and I don't want to go into Tasha's private business because it's already happened. But, it, you know, I if she sent somebody home after the fantasy suites, I'm thinking to myself that <laughs> Joe, hmm. you better watch yourself. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> don't try to get me in no damn trouble here, Joe. Let's oh, move on. Let's move you on. Think it, you oh, think okay. so you're thinking Zach put it down is basically what you're saying. And that's why he made yeah, it. I, I, we are I, moving I, on, ladies I and gentlemen. I said that from the beginning. So much. <laughs> anyway, okay, moving uh, on. Next, next this or that. <laughs> I can't even like see straight now. Okay. Would you rather be known as the crier or the villain? Uh, okay. I would rather be, I would rather be known as the villain. Crier. Uh, I don't, I, I, I mean, listen, there's, I've said it before. There's nothing wrong with crying. Um, but me as a man, I don't want to be known as like somebody that's constantly crying on a That TV could be show. a vulnerable thing. I'm so sorry, but. Okay. Yeah. I mean. Claire season, villain, Yosef, you don't want to be like that. I guess it depends on the villain, but yes, I agree. Mm-mm. I agree. But what if I'm what if I'm crying? What if I'm crying every episode? What if every time you walk in the room, I'm tearing up because I'm like, oh, I'm just a crier. I don't know. That would be very <laughs> difficult. I honestly would be like, oh, y'all, he crying because he loved me. He loved me. I would love it. I think I would like it a little bit. I would definitely say the crier. I mean, the villain that implies that like and my, every time I see the villain on the show, it's sort of like you care more about 
arguing with people than finding love, in my personal opinion. Of the shows that I've watched, I haven't even watched that many of them, of the seasons that I've watched. But The Crier, it's like they're more like they're just, you know, they're rich, very emotional. It's a very emotional time to be away from your family. So do you ever think like sometimes I think like The Crier is is crying because they're guilty. Guilty? No, no. See, that's a difference. That is a difference. I will tell you this very quickly. Men see crying as kind of like a weakness. Women really find it endearing at times. You know what I mean? Like, no, I, 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 yeah, but you're not even okay. Guilty. But you're of not labeled. You're not labeled a crier because you cried once. But if you are labeled a crier, you're someone that is crying constantly on the show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it's not like you I just mean, cried once. I mean, my girlfriend, Nicole, was like, I guess, kind of known as like somewhat of a crier on our season. But like, it's not because she was guilty of anything. It's because okay. she's a very passionate person. Okay. Yeah. And I don't I think don't I think people actually defended her. Hmm. Yeah. Wow, I mean, got, there, were lot, there, were, <laughs> there were there were waterworks all every, every day, all the time on my season from a lot of people. I mean, I cried more than I've ever cried in my life. <laughs> but I mean, I guess compared to the other girls, um, it wasn't that much. I was not labeled the crier. <laughs> hmm. Like I cried a lot, too. I don't mm-hmm. really cry. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But OK, so I guess we want you want to be the villain, Joe. We want to be the crier. Yeah, yep, we want to cry. Mm-hmm. OK, so. On a two-on-one, would you rather get left on a deserted beach or get left in the middle of the desert? Um, I'd rather get left on a deserted beach because at least I could go swimming. <laughs> you know? I love that. Yes. Yeah. Same. Okay. Same. Same. Yeah. Jump in the ocean. I'd jump in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Next. Okay. Would you rather have champagne spray in your face while talking to the bachelor or bachelorette or trip and fall coming out of the limo? Uh, trip and fall coming out of the limo. I don't want champagne sprayed in my face. Kind of like what happened with Kelsey. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like it was an accident. I still, you know what? I don't want, I don't need that visual on TV. I, <laughs> I, I trip anyways. I'm somewhat clumsy. I, I'll take the fall. I think it might come off endearing. So I, I trip. That's me. That visual on television. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm going to want to see that. We're going to just raise some champagne in your face one day. But, um, okay, I Natasha? I would, yeah, I would do champagne in the face just because I think first impressions are really big. And just like as a woman, when you're trying to be like elegant coming out of the limo and then you trip, it's just like, oh. And if the champagne thing happens it's just like an accident and i think with peter in the in the scenario with peter and kelsey what he did which i don't even know if it was aired or not but um he actually took the champagne bottle and poured it on himself like because she was of course so embarrassed so that like it was so sweet i mean that didn't even happen to me but after i heard that he did that i was like oh that's so sweet peter like because she wasn't the only one that was clearly embarrassed from being having champagne sprayed in her face so it became a moment that they shared i think that actually might have brought them closer Opposed to me just tripping, I'd be like, "Oh, honey, I'm tripping over you already. I don't know what to do." I'd be so embarrassed. So that's that one. That's actually not a bad line, but it could come off cute. sexy too. It could come off sexy if a girl spills champagne, and then if you you know you play it off like mm, when yes. Tasha got out when Tasha got out of the when Tasha got out of the pool the, the oh, Halle Berry scene. Yeah, you know. All right. Imagine Next. that just champagne. <laughs> Yeah, it could get hot. It could get real hot. It could be like, well, I got champagne all over. Lick it off. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's see. Um, Would you rather go to a nighttime cocktail party or do a daytime pool party? Okay, now I have a question about this. Hmm. Are we far along in the journey or are we early on in the journey? This is still early on, very early on. Probably like second date. Okay. Joe, what do you think? No, I want you to go first. Oh, you want me? Okay. Yeah. I would say um, if it's early on daytime, (gasps) because I think that you are still trying to get to know someone um, and it is like, you know, you're still trying to get to, so you want to have more, in my opinion, more of a conversation, whereas 
the and you know you can show some skin you know type of thing it's like on the cocktail parties you're like normally dressed a lot so you want them to see your body and not mm. like a in a weird way you know like not in a sexy okay. way but like in a duh we're at a pool party because clearly i have on a bikini right yeah so i'm i'm saying i'm saying the pool party early on okay okay joe uh okay i'm gonna say cocktail party because cocktail party to me is more romantic and at the Mm -hmm. beginning of a relationship that is where i strive is Mm -hmm. being romantic so i think i would be really in my element not that i don't strive at a pool party as well (laughs) but i would take the cocktail party ah okay uh wow i i like this what about you tasha i'm with you i would do the cocktail party i feel my sexiest when i'm in like a really cute dress and like makeup's done i don't know pool parties i get uncomfortable because i feel like it could go both ways people think that i'm trying to flaunt my body because i have like some bigger assets at times and i don't want that to be the first <laughs> see I for mean, me for me i, I don't would, like that listen look Tasha, at her assets Tasha. if i had those assets <laughs> they would be on display all the time so that's why god know what he doing <laughs> but this <laughs> is the thing people take it the wrong way sometimes i'm like i'm just wearing a bikini like i'm yeah. i can't actually do anything about it like that, that's just me and i am wearing a full coverage one so but some people could take it the wrong way like oh my god she's trying to show off when really no not. yeah and i don't care see i would be like yep showing off what god gave me thank you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you very much. I think it's it's so funny because it's such like a different conversation for each woman. It's like, yeah, I yeah, wish no for I sure that confidence sometimes. Okay, next, would you rather show up at Chris Harrison's room by accident or have Chris Harrison show up at your dinner instead of the Bachelor or Bachelorette? Okay, well, if Chris Harrison's showing up at the dinner, if Chris it's Harrison's showing up ever as you're a contestant on the show and the lead doesn't yeah Not good. i don't ever want to see chris harrison until the rose ceremony yeah That's, yeah agreed yeah. agreed yeah. i definitely well i mean i would show up at the room opposed to him coming to the to the dinner because it means that the bachelor probably is not going to show up because chris is here it's so. a bad sign it's yeah. a bad sign <laughs> yeah. yeah definitely Okay, last one. Would you rather go on a super physical group date or a group date where you have to perform in front of an audience? Hmm. Um, For me, I would like to... I would choose perform in front of an audience uh, because I have... Now I have experience doing that. Mm. And I would would not have chosen it because I have... I I used to have terrible, terrible stage fright. Mm. Um, But that's what I would choose because... I think I would do well performing in front of an audience. Hmm, interesting. Natasha? Yeah, I would do the audience as well because in physical dates, I'm so competitive. It's not about the guy anymore. It's about me being like like winning to to us and like me performing in that way. So I'd much rather do the audience performance because then I can still be like cute and like still like keep an eye on him and like you know whereas if I'm doing a physical thing it's over like goodbye boy I don't even see you like whatever like I'm about to crush this I gotta crush this it's like the I don't know it's the athlete in me I guess I wonder and I'm so happy that we're having Anissa on later I wonder what she would do because she's like been on TV for so long but also she does these physical challenges we should absolutely ask her. I, I yeah. we're definitely gonna have to ask her because I definitely want to know she is like supreme queen when it comes to these kind of physical dates and like really just owning it. So Mm -hmm. I think physical group date is her thing too, but we'll ask Mm -hmm. her later. Let's lighten it up a little bit and give some tips to our people, our little baiters out there. Um, Basically, for those of us that are not as lucky as Matt James to be riding in ATVs or flying in planes, like... You know, like yeah. all the girls getting to have fun on Matt's season. Um, we had yeah. to get a little creative with dating during this pandemic. Um, mm-hmm. But you guys, you're in luck because we found some clickbait that spills all the tea on how to have the perfect quarantine date. Well, virtual date, that is. Have either of you been on a virtual date? Like Natasha, have you been on a virtual date yet? I haven't been on a virtual date yet, but I need to 
do it. So that's why I really loved this clickbait because I'm not kidding. I had FOMO and I like saw Matt in a in a jacuzzi. I saw him <laughs> on a plane. I was like, what the? I was like, I want to go on a plane. Uh, like what? Like uh, New Year's, you know, you could go somewhere with a bay. Nope, not this year. <laughs> so yeah. I haven't done it and I really want to do it. And And there's a guy actually who messaged me was like hey do you want to meet up you know we talked a little bit but then i was like uh uh no I, can i call you can we talk first so this is like you know i want to i want to we got to figure it out guys what should i do i mean all right yeah let's what let's, do i do uh, you know what what's the setup what, what are we doing here how are you dressing what are you doing? What room that, are you going in? Are okay, you choosing so, lighting? Are you are you is this using breakfast, a, lunch, uh, or dinner? Like, is this yeah. a weekend day, a weekday day after okay, work? So, we got another team. So I have to ask you guys a question for dressing because you know that's like a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. Is it, Joe? Do you think if you got on like this Zoom call date with a girl, would you be like, wow, like well, she got a full face of makeup on, she got a dress on, like this is a real dinner date. Like if you're having dinner, would you be impressed by that or would you be like, okay, she's doing a little too much? Mm, okay, what what night of the week is it? Oh gosh. What, no, you I know, mean, that, that's that, that matters. Yeah. Yeah, that matters. I, I, I want I, I need details, Natasha. You, but you she's gotta, at gotta... home every day. I don't I, know. It's whatever day you want it to be. You're making right. the date. But let <laughs> here. This is your virtual date that you're go- going to be going on. Yes. When is we it set, set up a, for? We haven't set a date yet. Um, okay. Because it's up to me, I guess. All right. So let's okay. do I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's a virtual date on a Saturday night. Okay. 7 p.m. Natasha, that's a big deal for her. She's gawking. That means like a Saturday night date. That's a big deal. Okay. Well, Natasha, when are you setting up this date? Let, let's give me the details and I'll tell you what I think you should do. I probably wouldn't do it on a Saturday, to be honest. Um, uh, let let's say let's say like a Wednesday or a Thursday. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I for like, if we were going on a virtual date, now I've never done it, but if we were going on like a virtual date, we're going to order some food, have a little, you know, have some dinner, maybe, and then just talk. Uh, because it's the middle of the week, I'm a big one day of the week. I would go casual, casual. I agree. Right? So if it's Saturday and you're not going anywhere, it's okay if she's in a full on dress because it's mm. Saturday and you're not going anywhere. Like she's not going to meet friends afterwards because clearly it's we're not we're still locked down. So you know, I really think that you should ask like it should be like a thing like, hey, are we dressing up or like how are we doing? Ah, uh, Taisha coming through with the goods. You know what I, I mean? Like, I feel like I like that. I actually I actually have some pointers if you want to know because I've actually been on a virtual date prior to my <laughs> bachelorette days. So tell me yeah. what yeah. happened, Tasha? Well, spill that I tea. had met this guy um like right before quarantine started. And mm-hmm. he like I was like obviously staying at home and quarantining and he was he really wanted to meet up and I'm like, you know what? It's just not gonna be a good idea. Then he was actually really smart and said, like, hey, let's do a virtual date. And this was like before all this stuff like became like a normal thing. So he was I really I felt very special back then. Okay. Um because he thought of it and he was super cute. And I was like, okay, what are we gonna do? And he actually suggested, he's like, I'm gonna buy you dinner still. He's like, so let's pick out a restaurant and I'll actually send you a meal and we'll <gasps> order from the same place. Wow. And, you know, I was really excited about that. But then I realized, like, I had to give this guy my address. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I actually don't know this man. And so I actually told him, that. I'm like, you know what? But that means I would have to give you my address. And I don't really know how I feel about that. Obviously, it was jokingly. And he's like, OK, well, then I'll Venmo you money and you can order whatever you want from the restaurant. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not. That's accept- cute. It was just so weird, but it was cute. But I'm like, I felt so bad accepting money from this man. But anyway, I ended up buying my own dinner. Mm-hmm. But I he see. also said, "Like, let's dress up for the occasion." So, and you yeah. did. But how um, did it well, go? Like at the end of it, would you have would you have wanted a second date, or were you just kind of like this was awkward and I didn't have fun? No, I actually really loved it. It took the pressure off. Like, I actually got dressed up from the top, or like just my top was dressed up, and I had like your assets. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my assets were covered. <laughs> and we opened a bottle of wine and like we both poured it at the same time. It was like really cute actually. Oh yeah. And and um except for when you have to get up and go get another glass of wine, make sure that 
your bottom isn't showing because then he definitely saw that I was wearing sweats and like I didn't get fully dressed up. <laughs> it's a little embarrassing, but that's funny. Yeah, it, it was great. Definitely a second date because it was cute and less pressure. It was fun. I, I really highly recommend. love that idea. Mm-hmm. I love mm. that idea, Tasha. So as a guy, like maybe if it is a second date, Joe, you should definitely offer to buy her dinner. Because I, yeah, I mean, I would like always, be- I, I always um, on a first date or even at the beginning of a relationship, for the most part, I'm always paying. I, I like to, I like, I like that to me. That's just um, chivalrous. Yeah. Classy. I don't know. Whatever. I, I just, I, it's part of the experience for me. So I enjoy so it. So what I if he paying. doesn't offer? Like, what if Natasha went on this date and he didn't offer to, like, buy her dinner? Does she be, I, like... I, I don't know. I'm not, a, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a woman. I don't know how, how you guys would feel about... I mean, how would you feel about that? Um, I am spoiled AF, so I would feel a way about it. Right? <laughs> I would. I would feel a way. I mean, but also with this new dating, and I think that's where we have to give some people grace because it's, like... Do you know that guy was very thoughtful? Um, yeah, you know, and yeah, I would have, I would have accepted the Venmo thing and like bought myself something and like I would have totally done that. Uh, and I would have thought, yeah, I would have thought it was very, very thoughtful to do that. But I also know that this is a new thing for a lot of people, and if they mm-hmm. didn't think to do that, I don't know if I would hold it against them on the first date or something like that. You know. Absolutely, I, I would. Yeah. Oh, what about on an unvirtual date? Oh no, I, I, oh god, absolutely not. Absolutely but do you offer? Not. Do you offer? Oh, always. Oh, okay. always on a first yeah. date. I always because you also don't even like if I'm not even vibing with a guy, I almost insist because I'm not going to call them again. <laughs> you know what I mean? I insist on <laughs> like splitting it. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, eh. but I always offer, and I think especially on a first date like i'm fully prepared to pay for you know what i mean but when a guy is like oh no don't worry about it, or don't be don't you know don't be silly or whatever then i always really think i i like that more of course but if we split it i also think like well maybe he's not really into me either i don't know right yeah, yeah. so that's fine i'm totally fine with splitting especially on a first date like i'm totally fine with that okay so we definitely think that you should dress up on a date even if it's virtual do you guys agree yes uh, yeah, yes, I, I think, I mean, for me, it depends on, on the dinner, where you're ordering from and what day of the week it is. But yeah, if it's a nice restaurant and it's the right night of the week, yeah, dress up. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. And possibly if you're the guys listening out there, if there are any men, you should definitely be buying your girl some dinner. Mm-hmm. I think honestly, playing something like a cute little fun game, maybe like if like, you know, a game night is cute or going to dinner and just having a romantic little setup. And I'm just saying, like, bye. We'll talk soon. Like, who texts after the phone call? It's so weird because usually you would text somebody after a date, you know? Mm-hmm. I'll text. How many times do you virtually date before you meet up in person? That's my question. Well. You make sure they're not a killer. So five? And you got to make sure they don't have corona. So. <laughs> I mean, because that's really why. I mean, that's kind of. I mean, that's kind of why we're virtually dating anyways, um, right. which I think virtual dating is going to become accepted because I think it's an easy way to like break the ice and meet somebody without having to be in a situation you don't want to be in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? What about what about on um, what about mask going for a walk with a mask on? That's when cute. do you when do you do that? I would say after date one. I think it's a great second date, to be honest. But is it weird because you won't see their face? (laughs) Stand six feet away from me and show me your face. (laughs) But you've already seen it because you've been on a virtual date, right? Yeah, I think that's cute, actually. Mm. Maybe a second or third date. The wheels are turning. Y'all hearing us over here, listeners. (laughs) I want to be I want to be in proximity of the person I'm dating as soon as possible. Oh, okay. So second second lover. Joe's a lover. Second date, Joe. Yeah, second date for sure. I would even do if the first date was going well. I'd say, "Hey, you want to meet up?" <laughs> she would be like, "I gotta put pants on." <laughs> <laughs> no, and I would say, "No, no, you're good. <laughs> Leave them off." <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Let's. Uh, I think we got. I think we're getting a little too far. Okay, hey, everyone, first date. Keep your pants on. But 
That's it. I'm moving on. I'm moving on from this. We got our guest here. I'm very excited for her today. She is the OG reality TV star and someone who is very familiar with clickbait. She currently hosts an MTV official podcast as well as a current member on the new challenge, Double Agents. You got to watch it. It's one of my guilty pleasures. Everyone, please welcome Anissa. Anissa, what's up? Welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, thank you. I'm good. I'm exhausted, but I'm good. Okay. Yeah, I know. Welcome. I feel that. I feel that for sure. We were uh, we were just talking about virtual dating and quarantine because we doing this little clickbait <laughs> article. Yes. Are you single? Yeah. This is not usually how we kick off the podcast, but are you single? <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> dive right in. Yeah. All right. I am. Have you gone on any quarantine virtual dates? Yeah, I went on one. <laughs> so the first one I, I went on was with a nurse who had had COVID already. And oh, oh, wow. this is like March. Everybody's nervous. Um, I I had so much booze in my fridge. I'm like, okay, hold on. Let me get this rosé. I don't know if it was like the best way to start off a date by hammering down this bottle. But it just wasn't really going well anyway. <laughs> I was like, uh, you probably didn't date as well real, spice in the it real up. world. Yeah, so spice it up with some rosé, with some cheap rosé from Whole Foods. <laughs> but um, I have like, I don't want to say that, but I have my like, you know, my roster of friends. They're not a lot, actually. I'm acting like the roster is a full team. It's really <laughs> just like your star player and like somebody else sometimes. <laughs> and, um, you know, once people had COVID, I'm like, okay, you have antibodies. I'm like, I had COVID. So I'm like, all right, we can be safe. And I've been around like my best friend who's in my bed right now. And, you know, um, maybe like a couple other people. But dating has been really awkward. I mean, it, dating apps are weird as is. Mm, As I know. someone who's Absolutely. older, I mean, yeah. I'm used to walking up to somebody in a bar and being like, hey, you know, and right? just how spark, are you? Spark, sparking the yeah. conversation. I, I don't it. know. if we're, I don't know. I feel like I don't know if we're ever going to get back to that, like bar. Hi, how are you? Meet you organically at a bar. I, I don't know if we're ever going to get back. To sad. That. How old are you? I'm 34. Oh, yeah, so no, you know please, what it's yeah. like to meet somebody and like write your number down on a piece of paper or and or memorize. I've had a absolutely, yeah, so yeah, that's, much more fun. Yeah, that's where like I thrive. Meeting you tells me, okay, I want to see you again. See yeah. you on an app, and then I meet you, and you're a dud, which is probably nine out of ten. Nine yeah. out of ten, yes. It's yeah. horrifying. And then tell me, Wait, what where you are you right now, so Nisa? Hmm? Where are you right now? Where are you dating? Oh, oh, Philly is the worst city to date in. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> It's wow. not so great. I mean, we have a lot of transplants, so it's like, okay, but I'll go to LA or I'll go mm -hmm. to like New York. And then it's like an abundance of like people that I could go out with. Well, yeah. well, it also is an abundance of duds as well. That number from yes. nine to 10, it goes from like 90 to a hundred and you're like, yeah, you know, <laughs> and a lot are just visiting. And I'm like, well, put that little traveling thing on there. So I know one, two, tell me what you're looking for. Because yes. women, or tell me that you have a girlfriend, like at least be honest, because you know what I'm going to do, respect you if you are. Otherwise, then we find out all this other stuff and then you lose out on the goods. So, mm -hmm. oh. all right. Well, I'm glad we clarified that we all hate dating because <laughs> dating is just the worst these days. But Anissa, I want to take you back to all the way when you were 19 years old and you made your reality TV debut no. on Real World Chicago. Now, I remember watching that. Mm -hmm. I'm from Chicago, but it was same. It's interesting no, I can tell from I, that accent, right? Right. I know. <laughs> We're it, gonna it, go to the next part of the interview and ask you <laughs> what you think about online dating. Yeah, right. He's so used to it. Yes, it's oh, cute. You know, it's it's my uh, it's my thing. But you were I, I'm interested because you were on reality TV before it was mainstream. I mean, it really yeah. it was kind of like the real world. From what I remember, was like the only show like the only real reality show, which I was obsessed mm -hmm. with. Um, what was your life like before that, before you went on? Um, I mean, a regular teenage life, like yeah. school. I was yeah. a dancer. I played sports. I went to summer camp. I went to clubs. Like mm -hmm. I didn't drink. I don't know. That was, you know, I was drinking Shirley Temple's life of the party, like super outgoing and like, you know, you never drank before you were 21? You didn't drink before you went on the show? Not really. Probably a no. couple times. 
yeah, I could count on one hand. I was a designated driver. I was like, listen, I'm gonna get your kids home safe. So I kind of was like mama bear before I was mama bear. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So then what was life like after your first season of the real world? Because then Still that was sober. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, some people just don't, I just didn't need see a need for it. But mm. after that, it got like really bizarre. Cause I was like, I couldn't walk a block without somebody being like, Oh my God, you should have beat her ass. You should have done this. And I'm like, <laughs> And my mom was like, oh, my God, you're embarrassing us. I was like, all right. This is, I'm 19. Well, 20 at that time. Yeah. Like, yeah. This isn't for you. Like, we all have time to grow. I don't think anyone knew that reality TV was going to blow up and mm-hmm. then just come into our lives at every angle between, like, my 600-pound life, intervention, housewives, like, all of these things mm-hmm. where, you know, pe- people, you were going to see all these people that were super relatable, that were probably you know, never going to be on TV. Otherwise, like we just jumped on there. And then Mm -hmm. now you have like a million new best friends in your mind. (laughs) But not, not only that, but also I feel like it was such a platform for a lot of people to actually find like careers and like other jobs and other franchises and things. Like now there's a couple of like bigger names in Hollywood. I feel like there's like actors, like, um, what are you talking about? Jamie Chung. Jamie Chung. Yeah. Jamie Chung. And Karamo. Karama now. Yeah, mm-hmm. there are mm-hmm. there are some, but when you think about it, like I wish I knew how many how many seasons were there of real world, like thirty or something like that. Yeah, there was a lot. Um so many. And that's seven or eight people each. I mean, if you do the math, like it's not that much. It's not that high of a percentage that people that actually went on to do other things because right. I wanted to sing when I was on the show, but it mm-hmm. just never if I had the platform I have now, right. I'd have been straight. Also, yeah. if women could talk about sex and sexuality and whatever else, and there was that freedom of expression, it would have been different too. Um, right. We're right. just in a different time. And I kind of am happy that I did it when I did it, though, because the trolls are, they're <laughs> trolling. They are just yeah, trolling. trolling. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and do you think being on, you know, coming on, like you said, when you did, you can deal with it so much better now. Whereas newer people who come on, like, you know, I was just on a thing last year and I'm like, thought, what is this I world? Watched. I feel like that's yeah. the only one I watched. <laughs> yeah. I did watch. Do you watch All it? My so- brown girls, get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I watch, because I get so mad because I also feel like that, not to go off topic, it's just like, they're not a lot of brown people. They're just aren't. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. maybe you need, it's, if you did have like this white man who's the bachelor and all black girls and we're fetishized, whatever. It's just, you can't win. Right. Um, yeah. Right. And it's hard to find that big of a diverse group and a man or a woman that wants that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. uh, but I do, I do watch. I mean the one, um, what's it called? Uh, on the beach. Paradise. 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 It ain't paradise. That's a crazy house. I'm like, y'all are nuts. And you all kiss each other too much. I'm glad I did the show I did. That is so funny. I think of mono and like meningitis when I watch the show, but it's ultimately entertaining. Wait, would you, but would you go on The Bachelor or Bachelorette or Paradise? Would you go? Listen, because I would be like, you got to go. All of y'all need to leave. Like if I feel it, it's hard for me to understand one person having a genuine connection with a lot of people. I can yeah. get that you can, but like really, really loving somebody wholeheartedly. Yeah. Well, I don't see uh, it happening say, with a plethora of people unless you're trying to bang them all. You will. I mean, yeah, you saw it, my season. Yeah, but it also, yeah, I, I, I know. Think, no. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I no, I, I think this is what I think, though. This is what I think really happens on our show. I think feelings really do form mm-hmm. and love begins. And that's why then once you get into the real world, no pun intended, you know, you're in the real world. Uh, once you get into that's yeah, see, see why I do so well in, in yes. dating. Um, oh, it's cute. That's cute. The quirky, like nerdy stuff. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, but yeah. yeah, that's. I think once you get into the real world, that's when you really, when that kind of love actually starts forming. And that's why I think our show is a success. Well, but. I think also a lot of people don't understand one week is like a month and a half. Like you are right. living with the people. So you develop yeah. different. I mean, the challenge is the same thing. We move in mm-hmm. and it's like, I love you. Like I dated, well, I didn't date, but I, I've hooked up one guy on the show and I, I, 
had feelings for him because I saw the man every day. I right. showered mm-hmm. there, ate there. We, it's like going on a first date and moving in with somebody immediately. Yes. Yes. You know? yes. And I just think when the purpose of the show is for love, yep. I think it changes it a bit. Mm, you know, like there's yeah. just so many people fighting for that versus like you just meet somebody on a competition show where you're trying to win money and then you you find Hop somebody. To find yeah, love. it just happens it's like, organically. It's like going to a bar, like you said, and just meeting someone organically versus being on a dating app. You're like, yeah. this person's here to date me. Yeah, yeah, but mm-hmm. the dating, at least with your show, I hope that these people are genuine. You do see the people who are there for like personal reasons and self-serving reasons. But, but I feel like you could spot those out really kind of love. easily. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like because yeah. their vibe is just different. But also at the same time, I feel like it takes away so much of like the guessing game, which to your point, when you're going out to the bar, you don't know what the other person, like, where they're at exactly. So that gives, like, the f- that's the fun in dating, right? right. When you're on, like, the dating show for love, you kind of, like, take out that guessing part and, like, no, I'm looking for someone. Let's, like, right. see if we actually have something. So, like, yeah, I could see the hesitation, but I also feel like if you were to be put in a situation, you'd probably be pleasantly surprised. I think yeah, you do. And I'd great. be like, girls, y'all need to go and give me my time. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be interrupting like that girl I did a million you. times, whatever her name was. <laughs> I would wait, watch wait. you. Yeah, I think oh. you'd do great. <laughs> oh, stop. Yo, that cast would be insane because they've never done it with girls and guys. That would be fun. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. That we, would be we, crazy. You know, you never know. This this might happen. But you've done <laughs> I mean, you never know. I mean, I hope yeah, it does. It don't. should. It should. And I hope yeah, you're the lead. Because I think that'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, all right. You've done, but you've done 13 years of the challenge. What's, is there anyone, is there anybody that rubs you the wrong way initially? So like a rookie, right? A rookie comes in or somebody new comes in. Is it something they do that you're like, ah, I don't like this person or they don't get the game or they're here for whatever wrong reasons would so, be 17 years oh really Not I, to date myself. I started Joe. when i was 21 i'm 39 so eight well, but I thought, I thought 13, oh i meant 13 seasons right you're going on 14 seasons i just did my 14th okay yeah. wow um, That's but incredible. i've done champs for stars twice and then i did a movie for mtv so i've been in there for a minute mm-hmm. yeah. i thought it was gonna last this long but <laughs> your question rookies what they do to annoy me um, or anybody for that fact. If I yeah. go on a show and I'm like, they're like, yeah, this is totally going to make the episode or like, this is definitely episode six. I'm like, I've been doing this for so long. Like people are like, oh yeah, challenge 32. I'm like, there's a name for it. At least right. tell me what the name is. Like, cause I'm, I'm old school. Like I went from like the name of the show, the people that were on it. Like I didn't care if it made the episode cause you're going to get me 1000%. Mm-hmm. Right. So when people start to do that, it, it becomes problematic because it takes away from the natural process of the show. And mm-hmm. I almost teeter in between like being production and being a cast member. Cause I see, I know what they want, but I'm never going to put on for the camera, but right. you know, we will re- reduce stuff. Like if they miss a conversation just to fill in the holes naturally, you know, like how do you get from point A to point B? Like what happened in the middle? But when mm-hmm. these younger kids come in that haven't played, they're so adamant on being on the next season they can't right. even live in like the now and, and be in the moment. they're so edited in interviews and they're i love everyone i'm so com-. no you don't because in the real world <laughs> no one loves everyone and it's okay to dislike people mm-hmm. um, and you know and producers have told us like if you're gonna be fake we're gonna know our job mm-hmm. is to like pick you guys personally someone like is picking you so when mm-hmm. you are fake they know and it, it really does take away from the process i think it takes away from the viewer's experience you know especially for relatable characters i want that to be authentic i want that to translate mm-hmm. what do you think takes what do you think it takes to be a good contestant on the challenge speaking of that have a good story i guess i've always been like the underdog and i really do love the underdog too so i'm always rooting for the person that people don't really believe in mm-hmm. but even though they've proven themselves time and time again um but through my life i've been you know faced with those challenges so it's just another another hump to get over it's another time to persevere like i don't um see it as a bad thing but you know you want somebody who's relatable who 
has the growth. I think now they're just throwing people on because we need people because everyone from my golden era is like <laughs> older and married or whatever right. and has their life. And I'm still kind of living until like the wheels, I'm going to ride this till the wheels fall off or I have to actually finish school, which is soon. But, um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I think the people that are relatable in, in whatever way, you know what I mean? Like if mm-hmm. you take sexuality out of it or gender out of it or you know, race out of it and you just have this human that's relatable in some mm-hmm. way. It's like, okay, well, if this person can you know, deal with this issue, then I can too. Or if this person finds love, I can too. You know, in these spaces where, where things can be, you know, things are a little murky. Shit's a little mm-hmm. weird right now. Um, yeah. And I also think, especially in this time, like any type of comedic relief or any time to escape your real life feels good. Do it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I couldn't agree more with that. I, mm-hmm. So I'm a, I'm a, I always watched the show. I actually um, tried out for Real World because I was obsessed with it. Uh, oh, we would have loved yeah, you on there. Yeah, it, it didn't go well. I didn't make it, but I ended Clearly, up going on. Yeah. yeah, I ended up going on the Bachelor, so it was say. all right. But <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. How do you prepare to be on the challenge? Because you've obviously done this a couple of times now, so you kind of probably could do it in your sleep, to be honest. Um, but do you have to like mentally prepare, physically prepare? Like, what do you do to get ready to go? Well. I mean, years ago, I, I guess I trained, but I was also, when you're younger, it's a little bit easier to keep the fat off your ass. Um, <laughs> as you get older, there's this thing called metabolism and it just, mm. it really just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And my body has gone through its thing. So like, even if I train, it may not look like it, but even if you train the most, I mean, I've seen the biggest guys fall in finals. Mm. So, yes. or get voted in and lose in a, an elimination. So as much as you try and prepare physically, yes, you can get in shape for the end, but you actually have to make it to the end to run it. Right. So mm-hmm. is it more of a mental game for you then? Um, yeah, for me, but it, I excel in weird, <laughs> weird areas of life. Like we were in a bunker last season and I was like, yeah, this is fine. Mm-hmm. But it's also, I'm found out that I'm much more of an introvert than I thought. So mm. like, I like being at home. I like yes. just putting on Netflix and I have to go home and recharge the social battery. So when you go on a show for two months with people, you're like, get away from me. I don't <laughs> talk to my mom. I don't talk to my dad. I don't talk to anyone. I want to hide in a hole. But yeah. mentally preparing is just like, I think the problem solving thing. It's like, okay, if this happens and some girl gets crazy or some man gets crazy and talks to me, how am mm-hmm. I going to be 10 steps ahead of this? Especially mm-hmm. now we're in such a sensitive time. Like, how do I defy these stereotypes of being like an angry black woman or whatever? Cause I do think about those things. Mm-hmm. And I also think about my paycheck and I also think mm-hmm. about how I was raised. So mm-hmm. you don't like what someone's saying and I don't hit people because of that. Right. But you know, if somebody attacks me, of course I defend myself, but right. you know, I've never really been confronted with like physical stuff necessarily, but I've definitely been, con- you know, confronted with stuff about my sexuality, stuff about my, my race like all of these things just super problematic I want to kind of touch on what you were just talking about because I think it's such an interesting um, topic but do you consider yourself like a pioneer for minorities in your franchise oh yeah a thousand percent I mean I've Mm -hmm. been I think I've been trying to like champion for brown and black women and queer Mm -hmm. women and strong women and thick women and all women, just people in general yeah. um, for forever. And that yeah. has been naturally, just naturally a helper. So like, it's such a big thing for me for people to feel okay in their own skin. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I totally think I was part of that. I mean, there were a lot of strong women when I started doing this. Um, I just don't think we had the space to really like speak on it. So now that the light is kind of being, you know, flashed on us now, and like everything's kind of out there, it mm-hmm. gives us even more of a chance to talk about it. So, um, yeah, I'm just happy that like you can show that women can still be, you know, feminine, if you will, and like really strong <laughs> and badass, you know, mm-hmm. have an edge and be smart and, 
you know, do all of these things. We right. don't have to be these one dimensional creatures that are, you know, oh my God, I'm lost. Where's mm-hmm. my man? I can't reach the top shelf. Like mm-hmm. there are so many that. things that we can do without the assistance of others. I don't say we don't ever need help, but, you know, just showing people that, you know, you can do this. Mm-hmm. If you don't mind me asking, how exactly do you identify? What is your ethnicity? Unicorn. And- oh. unicorn. <laughs> That's unicorn. a good one. Yeah, I'm a Jewish Caribbean woman. I love so, that. Oh, yeah. My father's from Trinidad and my mom's, mom's a neurotic Jewish woman who is my love. Uh, you know, she's going COVID crazy. But yeah, that, I mean, I was raised in a Jewish neighborhood. I went to Jewish summer camp, um, wow. you know, and then my father's from Trinidad and he was just, you know, a, a cute little nomad. Mm-hmm. Brown self. Yeah. <laughs> I love so it. it's just, you know, <laughs> I think it it made I just definitely had different struggles. So that's that's yeah. a whole other conversation. But um right. growing up with like my identity and like how do I identify when you feel like you're not enough or mm-hmm. you know, you have a certain kind of privilege within a community and then you are, you know, kind of punished for that. It's just it's a lot. It's a lot. But um it's nice when I get messages where like, I'm a brown Jew too. And I love seeing you on there. They're not a lot of them or like I'm biracial. And like, it's so great to see somebody else who is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all of our lived experiences are different, but right. I feel like we all have kind of that shared experience of being, you know, brown girls. Being on the show, uh, have you learned being on TV just for as long as you have been, mm-hmm. what have you learned about yourself? Uh, you know, like you said, you were talking about being an introvert earlier. Is that mm-hmm. is that 2020 that made you realize that? Or was that being in a house full of people, being on these different shows that made you realize that? And like, what have you learned just, you know, about yourself from being putting yourself on TV? I mean, I think that that allowing myself to be vulnerable was a thing. Like, you don't have to be tough and strong all the time. Like, it's okay to show this other very real side of you. Um, Mm -hmm. And I mean, to listen more, to be a better friend, to be, I mean, I've learned from every mistake that I've made on these shows and I've really used it as a tool in, you know, my growth process. So I think that's the biggest thing. Like I've had this mirror for 20 years almost, and I've been able to, just look at myself in every phase of my life, basically, and kind see some of the things that I don't like and, and some of the things that I love about me and, you know, how can I be a better friend? How can I be a better daughter? How, you know, how can I be a better person in general? And um, how can I, you know, hope that that translates when I'm on TV, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I want to be able to go to sleep and wake up and be happy with the person that I am. And yes. uh we're constantly evolving. So I thought I was great when I was 24, but I look back and I'm like, Ooh, girl, you so dirt shit. <laughs> like people are like tagging me to like, you're a badass bitch. I'm like, please. It's so embarrassing. I really just don't want to see it again. But I think that we live like very different lives where we can press pause and rewind and play and fast forward on these things. But they, you always kind of have these time capsules. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a lot to face. And I think it takes a, a certain particular kind of person to deal with it and come away from it being okay. Mm-hmm. And and I also love that you talk about just evolving and how we're always growing because, yeah, people back then would say you're a badass bitch and they were talking about something probably negative. But now seeing you on the challenge and just your d- determination. Yeah, you're still a badass bitch. But now <laughs> that term that term has completely evolved in yeah. what that means for women now. You know, yeah. it's a sh- it's more of a strength thing. It's more of a determining thing and a more mm-hmm. empowering um thing opposed to it just being like the drama and you drama right. and you told her girl you know right i'm like long time ago <laughs> yeah yeah don't let exactly. it go exactly so, so what like what now are you trying to get out of the challenge right or going just going back on tv is there something <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's no, like, fair what do you mean yeah no yeah. i get that i mean, I mean is know? there anything else as far as like just like learning more about yourself or learning more about other people? I mean, for any woman, I mean, I don't have kids, but like any woman who's like 30 or up, that's like, oh, I can't do that shit. And then I just pop on there like, well, 
here I am. And then I do that shit. And they're like, I can do that too. That's an amazing <laughs> feeling. I mean, my DMs are flooded with like, my son said, you know, oh, she has big boobies like your yours, mom. And they just like move around and she's still one. I'm like, well, that's not the message that I thought I was going to get, but I guess thank you. Um, yes. you know, and I've, I've just had to work with like what I have. So it's been really great to receive all this positive stuff. Cause body positivity is like another thing for me. Cause when I was yeah. doing what you, I, I know that you've all learned, you can't please everybody, no matter what you do. No, never. Um, Say that again. That's a know, number one reality rule. My hair is to this. My body is to this. So if I get too thin, but I'm still bigger than the other women that I'm on the show with. And I'm, I'm like, I was 130 then, which is like a stick figure for me. And now it's like, if you put a skinny girl next to me, I'm always going to look bigger. Hello. Right. You're comparing <laughs> two different objects. One just has mm. some more curves, which mm -hmm. I'm fine with. So... Why not show all of that? So it's nice mm -hmm. to show, like, let's not just be ageist, sexist assholes. Like, put the people on here that are older, that have, I mean, when I'm 50, I mean, y'all can stop calling me at some point. But as long <laughs> as I don't have, like, crow's feet and I can still, like, move my ass, I'm going to keep going. Yeah. You know, because I, I want to show that determination, too, of, like, you know, nothing's really going to stop me. Yes. Okay, and I love I that, arthritis, too. I love that, too, because that representation is so important because everyone made such a big deal about Claire and her age. But it's like at any age, you should be able to find love at any age. If you feel mm -hmm. you have the will to compete, you should definitely do it. So I I'm I'm here for that. No ageism yeah. here. I <laughs> wish I would get married at 24. I'm like, when I think about 24, I'm like. I didn't even know what color I wanted my hair to be. I'm like, you could bleach the tips, like not the root. It was all bad. Everything I was doing that was just another phase of like bad clothes and bad hair and horrible fucking eyebrows. Horrible eyebrows. All of this stuff. My whole face was pierced. My body I was just like tattooing every minute. And then yeah. I'm like, I would have never. I wish I would have got stuck with somebody I dated when I was 24. I would be miserable probably. But now mm -hmm. that I know what I want, like I'm just not going to settle for anything less than that because I know Isn't I deserve better. So there's just going to be a lot yes. of trial and error. Can you give our listeners a little preview of, because you have, so it is the official mm -hmm. challenge podcast, right? Yeah. Can you give us a little breakdown of what's going to go on on that? So uh, we actually filmed episode six today, I want to say. It's like all the stuff that you didn't see on the show, like the background info, mm. all the juicy shit. They cut out a lot. We were doing shows that were 22 minutes long without commercials, mm -hmm. and we packed it full of drama, the challenge, the elimination, and hookups in 22 minutes. Now y'all got an hour and a half. Y'all don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. So there comes Tori and I giving our perspective yeah. on, you know, what happened, plus like, you know, like little secrets from the show that people don't get to see. And then you get to talk to producers where it's like, where do you guys get the ideas to do these challenges? Who tests them out? You know, how do you get the location? How do you pick the cast? Um, yeah. So mm -hmm. talk about a lot of stuff. Awesome. Well, congratulations yeah. on being a host of that. Yeah, yeah it's congrats. fun. It's, it's a lot of work. I didn't think it was going to be that. I just thought I'd show up and be funny, but <laughs> script it yep, all. There's Yep, there's that prep. We love that. Yep. I'm like, <laughs> yep. wait, we have to do it today. I'm like, I have seven things to do today. Yeah. But, it's, but it, I mean, I'm honored, you know, like I'm honored that they picked me. I'm honored that they keep just giving me lovely stuff to do and like opportunities to talk to like amazing people that I don't think I'd ever get a chance to. So mm -hmm. I feel blessed for all of that. This has been amazing. I definitely will say um, if, you know, you do retire in the challenge, you definitely can. You should definitely think about coming over to us. <laughs> coming I just over to the see, beach. like, just have me on the beach. Like, I just want to be yeah. in paradise sitting there observing. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. uh -uh, girl, and absolutely not. You just lied because you just told that girl over in that hut something else. <laughs> that hut, and then yes. you were making out with him and him and him. <laughs> and her. We need one of you. We definitely need yes. one of we I do. I, this has been so great. Hand sanitizer and mouthwash. <laughs> yes. Yes. Can you can you tell us uh, we're, we're going to wrap it up and you mm -hmm. can you tell us what you're looking for forward to in 2021 and where people can find you? Oh, yes. 
Um, what am I looking forward to? I want all of this madness pandemic to be over. So mm -hmm. I can, you know, I'm really looking forward to hugging my mom, to be honest. Yes. Uh, yes. That's a big thing. And seeing my family. That's like my number one. Like, I don't yep. know if I have any other things. Like, I just want to stay healthy. I want my family to stay healthy. I want my everyone to be healthy. I want this shit to be over with. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. That's, that's Agreed. And maybe to win Powerball because it's really high right now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Play the lottery. No, but if you do, you never have to go back to paradise because it's right here. That's yeah. right. Fair. Fair. Yes. Right, you calling it? You're, I got. I'll make you good. laugh for life. I promise. That's awesome. That. And um, and where yeah. can where can we where can we find you? Where what are your social handles? Tell everybody uh, where to find you. What's going there's on? One. This is the most active I've ever been on social media, but I'm not really on Twitter that much because it's gets messy and trolly and weird. But um, <laughs> on Instagram, I'm Anisa MTV. It's A N E E S A MTV. It's really easy. They made me do it a couple years ago. I can't change it. It's fine. <laughs> um, and you never forget. And it's really hard when you're dating when they're like, hey, this, what's your Instagram? And then I say that. And they're like, yo, you're that chick. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Great. <laughs> go. It's so horrible. Go. Yes, yes, I'm that chick. That's where you chick. can find me. Own it. DM me if you need to. I check all of them. I don't answer all of them, but I check them. <laughs> there you go. It's good enough. Love it. <laughs> Good to know. Anissa, thank you so much for coming on. We really yeah, enjoyed our so time. So great yours. having you on. Thank you. Asia, congratulations, yes. too. Thank you very much. You look very happy. <laughs> I am. And the ring is beautiful. <laughs> oh, thank you very Wait, much. Why yeah. did I only just watch that part? Where you were like, oh, oh shit. And he's crying. I'm like, yes, bitch. You're too That's fine so and nice to be single. Oh, yeah, you're no, so sweet. Really all right, she was uh, she was great, no? Oh my, oh my gosh, obsessed. It's actually, it makes me feel good about going on reality TV because you could just see how much she's actually learned and benefited from it. Absolutely. Uh, I, I think her first season of Real World was 2002. Wow. So I'm like, yeah, she was there. She was there five years before the Kardashians were a reality show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. crazy. Right. To think about. Yeah. But at the same time, and, and like how she was talking about back then, like it was real reality TV. Like nobody was like trying to, you know, be the next big thing. Like it was just like what they wanted to do. As opposed mm -hmm. to now, people are so like thought out and they want to just be on the next season and like this and that. You know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. why TV was so good back then. Yeah. yeah. No and no social media platform. Absolutely. To, to, to take advantage. Yeah, I think she's really great. And I also think that the biggest part that she said is like, you can't take what you can't pre please everybody. And I think when you don't go on a reality show or when you're not putting yourself out there and being vulnerable on TV, sometimes it takes people a lot longer to learn that, you, mm -hmm. you know, but then when you are doing it like her, I'm sure she stopped caring, you know, after her first two seasons or whatever. Right. Yeah. So at a very young age, she got to a point where she was just like, I'm just going to do me. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be myself. And so that's really great, too. Yes. Very, very refreshing. Very refreshing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can't wait to listen to her podcast. Yeah. She's a sweetheart. Well, everyone, as always, thank you so much for listening today. And with many thanks to Anissa. She's an OG and we love talking to her. Mm -hmm. And clickbaiters, you know what? We really, really love hearing from you. So please make sure to check us out on social and like, comment, DM us. I want to hear from you guys. You can find us at ClickbaitBN on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Share your stories with us. We want to know what clickbait you're looking forward to hearing. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Wondery app, or wherever you're listening right now. Hit us up. 